I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer. And welcome to the new year. We haven't seen you guys since uh, since last year. It's been a whole year. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's better than living through history? Reliving through it. So buckle in. It's Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer, year in review for the absolute dumpster fire that was 2020. Hope you guys enjoy, and we'll see you at the end of the podcast. Love you. Welcome back to another week of Fresh Take with Ranveer and Joey. I'm Ranveer. I'm Joey. And uh-oh. I'm trying to make a siren. It's year interview time. Wee woo, wee woo. It's 2021 as we speak. But um tell you what, I want to reminisce about 2020. Yeah, let's do that a little bit. Um 2020 was a year of heartbreak, laughs, cries. Literally every emotion under the, under the belt, really. Oh yeah, every day was like a new step on the it spectrum. It was like a roller coaster. It was a literal what a roller shitty coaster fucking roller coaster yeah. it was. One that's like old, built out of wood. You know, one of those people. One of those ones that like kill people. Have you ever been to Kings Island? Yeah. Uh, do you know the ride the Beast? Yeah. It's this big wooden one. I'd compare it to my one ride on the Beast because about halfway through this seven-minute roller coaster, I got a really bad cramp in my thigh. <laughs> and so for three minutes and 30 seconds, I was sitting there just going, ah, ah. Every time you'd oh my God, get yeah. whipped around. You're, I'm getting whipped around, and I have a Charlie horse in the front and back. Uh, that's what 2020 felt like to me. I don't like it when people are like, ah, oh, this year was terrible, though. No. Because it's not the year's fault. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like, you know... If it if it had been 2019, none of this shit would it it, it would have happened. So regardless, yes. And I think when I look back at this year, I see a lot of growth. You know, you you and I were texting the other day, and we were I was like, dude, we literally started a podcast in the midst of an epi- pandemic. Um, yeah, and we're able to successfully, you know, do it. Kind we're, of. We're up to a million listeners, million streams. Yeah, one point. 1.2? Yeah, and about, like, I want to say, like, 50,000 downloads a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you, guys. We are yeah. the fastest-growing podcast in America. Ever. His- like, ever. To ever touch the podcast sphere, ever. So we really want to thank you guys for helping us on our meteoric rise to fame and power, uh, as we have so much money now. As we look to take over Belgium soon. 
Hey, for our listeners in Belgium, if you think you're, I don't know, government's doing a poor job and maybe want a couple of, I don't know, college students from America to take over, I don't know, you can check us out on Twitter and just shoot me a DM. Yeah, about, just let you us know. know. Yeah, I don't know. Underscore Ranveer Sandu and underscore Joey Cerrone. So, I don't know. Uh, Joey Cerrone underscore. My bad, my We're bad. opposite. Yeah, we're opposite. But, uh, but let's take a look at 2020. Well... The first thing that pops up is uh, January 1st, one of the worst fire seasons in Australian history. Yeah. That shit was nuts. Yeah, that was insane. But um, that was so early in the year that it like kind of got swept under the rug. And I feel like people didn't really... There was a big social media push for people to talk about that. Yeah, but it was out of the news cycle. As Fast. soon as it stopped being exciting. Yeah. I, uh, Jesus. You know what sucks, too, is most of the animals... In Australia, the baby animals are called joeys. So, like, tens of thousands of my brothers died. Wow. And it That's was gone insane. from the news cycle within Aren't the week. Aren't those baby kangaroos, though? Don't they just call baby kangaroos? All marsupials are baby joeys. Oh. So, koalas, wombats, kangaroos. So, they're all just you. They're all me. And they're so much cuter than or me. you're all them? I wouldn't get too metaphysical <laughs> with this. I don't want to think about <laughs> sharing a consciousness with them. So, that was January 1st. Worst fire in Australia, or worst fire season in Australia. Uh, on January third, we killed Soleimani in in uh, U.S. airstrikes, which was honestly a big deal for the United States. Yeah, and that was wow. That can't even. I forgot that was at the start of last year. Yeah, and that was oh my god. Yeah, that started the World War Three memes. Yeah. Unfortunately, immediately afterwards, we were like, yeah, we're about to go to war, but didn't happen. Um, you know, people in in Iraq were cheering death to America, but yeah. you know, do you, you think we would have? Do you think we would have gone to war without? Well, obviously we're we're already there, just sitting. But yeah. do you think it would have been a fuller scale without? If uh, we were to go to full scale war, I think the world would end. Oh, for sure, as we know it. Yeah. Well, the, there's the um, what was it? Einstein said like, I don't want to misquote anyone. Somebody said one long time ago that it was like. Um, Sticks and stones, then swords, then guns, then nuclear bombs, and then sticks and stones again. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. I think that was Albert Einstein, actually. Was it actually Einstein? Yeah, okay. I think it was. Cool. I'm awesome and everyone loves me. Um, January 15th, the House votes to impeach Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Yeah. For abuse of power and obstruction of Congress, which is kind of interesting because he's kind of going through that process again right now yeah. with uh, those taped calls with the secretary of state of georgia and we're going to talk more about that with uh someone in a couple of weeks but that's nuts yeah it's yeah. insane that you know there's just been so many times that this president or former president now has been caught doing things that you know you go back to nixon and <laughs> that's what nixon was doing yeah and now you see our current commander-in-chief doing the same things almost and not being severely punished. What, if, severely punished. what if you just found 11,870 votes? What was insane what about that tape him? was that he claimed that the margin of error was the same amount as his margin of victory. What's Ryan Germany, I think his name mm-hmm. is. A lot of stones. Well, I think when you get so tired of that leadership, I bet they've been interacting yeah. for months, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think the interaction between the, the, the a state and the president really ever stops. That's a good point. So they've probably been interacting for a long time now. And now that 
he is being asked to do something unconstitutional or just morally wrong if you want to look at it. Uh, I think he's might have had enough. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's January 15th that got impeached or the, the voting started or the hearing started. Yep, and January 20th, the first case of COVID in America. And that was in Washington, correct me if I'm that wrong. That was in Washington, you are right. Yes. Because um, that led to the New Haven outbreak at an old folks home. Yeah. Yeah. That was when it was like first like. And that's when our government was like, uh, yeah, this isn't anything to worry about. Yeah. And meanwhile, they sold all their stocks <laughs> and didn't tell us a thing. So So the 15th first or the 20th, the first case shows up. Yes. And now we're almost a year later. And yeah. I mean, we're, we're, I'm not going to date this podcast when we're recording it, but about a year later. Yeah. Because we record this on January 20th. <laughs> uh, January 26th, probably one of the most heartbreaking oh, moments no, we of d- we'll this year. I don't want to. Uh, for me personally, it was when Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant and seven others died in a helicopter crash. Um, for me, I grew up watching Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant got me into basketball. Anytime I'd be in the driveway and I'd shoot a fadeaway shot, yeah, I'd yell Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. Um, he was one of the most inspirational people I had ever witnessed until, you know, until like you get to a LeBron James or a Barack Obama. I mean, Kobe yeah. Bryant's up there for me. I, I cried for six straight hours that day because I was at the IU basketball game. I was too. Yeah, and you remember how Trace missed the yeah. missed the game-winning shot. Well, we had the lead, and then you could see the energy of the stadium go out as like people yeah. found out about. It. That's when the TMZ thing dropped. But I remember I cried for six hours because I got back from the game, looked at the clock, turned on ESPN, sat watching ESPN for six hours, the Pro Bowl, and did not stop crying. Yeah, I mean, dude, because it was just so unexpected. That was yeah, a couple of days before LeBron had broke his scoring record, and yeah. they were hugging, like they were talking. Yeah. And to me, Kobe Bryant was this superhero, in a way. He was untouchable. Yeah. He I'd, was a god to us. I didn't think he could die, and he did. And uh, yeah, that yeah. broke my heart. Like, uh, me and my buddies were, I, I don't even, like, yes, people close to me have died before. But for some reason. Well, he didn't seem mortal. Yeah. Nothing about him sa- seemed like. He, was he would one of us. go out there and prove people wrong every day. Yeah, that's the Mamba mentality. And At least that that is his legacy, you know. And his, yeah, his legacy is gonna live on because he had touched an em- enormous amount of NBA yeah. players. I not, mean, o- Jason not only Tatum, NBA, but also WNBA. WNBA yeah. He had he was one of the biggest supporters of women's basketball. Gianna was gonna be a star in that league, yeah. and it's sad to see her and. Some of her teammates uh, pass away. The future of the WNBA. Yeah. And who knows what Kobe Bryant would have done on the Lakers? Maybe, you know. Yeah. That Dude one. was doing. He was not. What was he like? 40, 42, 45? Like he was young. He was young. That one hurt. He had a lot to. He had a lot to to to, to live for. But uh, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah, that one hurt bad. Yeah, that one hurt. On January 30th, the WHO declared the coronavirus outbreak a public health emergency. Yeah, and that was, we were still going to school. We still had in-person classes. Yeah, and there were still uh, NBA games with fans, yeah. I think. No, right? no, there was, because it didn't get canceled until March. And Super Bowls, everything was still, like, 
we were still operating basically normally in America. Because then the Super Bowl was what, February 3rd? February 3rd or 4th. Yeah, and that was full capacity. Yeah, full And so I didn't realize that they had declared it a public health emergency. And that's when other countries really started to shut down. Shut down. Well, I think that's when Italy started getting hit. Because Italy got hit bad at the beginning. Because, I mean, if you look at Italy's population, it's a lot of older people. And a lot I'd, of smokers. I'd say about 80% of the population smokes. Yeah. Same thing with China. Same thing with um, with Europe. a lot of the European countries. A lot yeah. of those people tend to be smokers. To our friends in Belgium, please don't. Yeah, please don't smoke. We love you. Stay healthy. January yeah. 31st, the United Kingdom withdraws from the European Union, making Brexit official. Actual separation occurred January or December 31st. So yeah, I was going to say, it didn't get finalized until few days back yeah that's insane that is a big deal for the european union because with when you're within the european union it's a it's kind of like what america is now a, a composition of states that work together to promote a common goal yeah have the same currency yeah have the same currency Don't you need can passports. travel freely yeah. um trade among those states and when the uk withdrew that made it that made those now you have to have a passport to go to the uk um the trade relations are probably messed up and the uk's always used the the pound instead of the euro Mm -hmm. so i don't think the currency will change that well the euro did take a beating a little bit it dropped a bit and i think it'll rebound because those countries are pretty economically strong uh but the uk be not being in the eu it'll be interesting to see how their economy does within these next couple years uh, because they won't really have the support of their surrounding countries anymore. No, but they're trying to focus on more of a united UK rather than Europe. Look at themselves first, which I guess makes sense. It it's does. a very Margaret Thatcher way of looking at things, mm-hmm. which I think Boris Johnson takes after her a little bit. February 3rd, this is a big deal for me. Uh, the Iowa Dem- Democratic Caucus uh, declared Mayor Pete the winner. Yeah. Which was the first time an openly gay candidate had ever won a caucus. And now our Secretary of Transportation. And now our Secretary of Transportation. Trains. I loved Mayor Pete. Um, yeah. He, I got to work with him, or for him. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, when you first said it, I thought you guys were working like next to each other. But now no, no, no. He, not him, but... Yeah, his campaign. His campaign would tell me yeah, what to do, and I'd be like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. I, that was back, I think I had just donated $15 to Beto O'Rourke's campaign in around February 3rd. I was sad that Beto, because Beto lost all of his traction. Yeah, well, imagine yeah. how sad I was when I made my first political donation, and then two days later, he But then that donation, the if they didn't use that money, goes towards Biden. Yeah. I wanted to go to Beto. <laughs> I watched his HBO documentary, and I was like, yeah, this guy needs my money he's cool. now. He's cool. I like Beto. It's just he lost all of his momentum. It's because uh, he cusses too much. Which is, I mean, the normal American. But well, you, you expect your politicians to be politi- squeaky clean. Yeah, stupid. I don't think Mitt Romney's even heard the F word. <laughs> he's a Mormon, so I don't think he cusses. I don't, well, I don't even think he's seen it on TV. I think he has a Mormon sensor. Maybe. Throws just, that on. Just any time someone says a bad word, it's just bleep in his mind. That would be awesome. You know he looks like my dad? Or my dad looks like Mitt Romney. Really? They have the same face. He should uh, pose as him. That'd be I, cool. I'm sure he would. Is love that illegal? To. Is it illegal? Uh, no, not if it's not if my dad's not doing it for profit, pretending to be Mitt Romney, okay. and being like, "I need your money now." I think that's illegal. But <laughs> February fourth. This is kind of funny. 
the the State of the Union address happened, and that's when the Speaker Nancy Pelosi just tore his whole speech up in yeah. front of everyone, which was uh, pretty funny to me. Hashtag girl boss moment. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I feel like February was a little slow on the news-ish. Yeah, it was. Because... Parasite. Parasite swept the Oscars. Great movie. Watched that on a bus with the subtitles on. Bernie Sanders won Vermont. Yep. He had momentum. That's his home state, isn't it? Yeah. He's No. Yeah. He's the senator from Vermont. Sorry. Bernie wins Nevada. He was on a tear for a while. State after state after state. And then South Carolina happened with Joe Biden. Yeah. And I think that really changed the race. Well, it showed who the minority voters were voting for. Yeah. South Carolina was the first non-majority white. Even though... Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black or yeah. something like that, which was so dumb. Yeah. Um, February 23rd, Ahmaud Arbery, a black man, was shot for and killed by a white father and son while jogging in Georgia. Yep. Uh, this start, this kind of began the revelation of the movement, you know? Well, it was the f- first publicized and... F- Really, I think the reason it gained so much national attention was because it was so senseless. I mean, he was running. I, obviously, every time someone is murdered, it's senseless. But this one felt so painful because it was he like was he was running. He was just running, and there was he, 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 he ah god that one that gets me. Yeah, R.I.P. Ahmad Arbery. Um, that stuff. I mean, guys, um, yeah. needs to stop. A kid should be able to run, or a person, sorry. A person should be able to run in their neighborhood yeah, without that, being worried about being shot. And that really started a movement of, like, I saw teachers running and being like, uh, this is my privilege being able to run, which is awesome. Like, I'm yeah. glad that it started such a movement among runners in, in the United States or around the world. Yeah, but it shouldn't have fallen on him to be a martyr. Yeah. But it did spark the movement. Um, I'd say it, it created some flames. The flames had always been there, but it, it ignited them back up a little bit, which uh, he should not have This had is what you were talking about earlier. Joe Biden won South Carolina, reigniting his presidential campaign. Yeah, that's what changed the election, or the primaries that changed it. Yeah. And February 29th, the first COVID death, which is kind of crazy. If you look at that timeline between the first COVID case and mm-hmm. the first COVID death, Oh, because it is, and the f- statistic that naysayers will use is that it is a low, um, it's a high survival rate, rather. But in a large population, that higher survival rate becomes kind of not. But if you're looking at it in isolated events, I think it was only 100 to 500 in those first couple of weeks where it was in the U.S., the the it's not going to kill anyone or it's statistically not likely to, but once it started getting more widespread, that makes sense that it, it took so long um, from that perspective. Cause it's highly contagious, but low lethal, but low lethal is still a, a high amount of, I mean, if people are dying from something, it needs to be taken care of. Yeah. No matter what the rate of death is. Um, if people are dying from something that is so preventable, then it should be taken care of. Yes. Um, I agree. March 1st, uh, Pete Buttigieg dropped out of the presidential race and endorses Joe Biden in the same day. Big um, one. Another heartbreaking moment for me, personally. Um, I was really, really, really rooting hard for Pete Buttigieg, and I really, really, really wanted him to win. 
mostly because I like the way he composed himself. Yeah. Um, we had gotten four years of this man who was like a monkey clapping bells in front of a TV, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, he had the problem that, I don't know if you remember back in 2016, Marco Rubio had, where they were both too robotic in the debates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's a momentum killer. Because you have a strong showing in the first couple of debates, now you want to be better prepared, and you want to make sure that you're on your A-plus game. But sometimes you get too rehearsed. Yeah, he is so. He, I think he, he was too smart, almost. He was too smart, and his delivery was too staccato. It was too boom, boom, yeah. Boom. When you get into like the the people compared his public speaking to President Obama, like yeah, he is a good public speaker, robotic, robotic at times. He's but a good public speaker, but the problem is in the debates he didn't have. It was like he was looking at the world in a grayscale, which I think turned a lot of voters off. Because then you look at Bernie Sanders, who talks with so much emphasis, and he's he's wild, and even good old Joe. Uh, is the same way. They both have a way of speaking that I think Pete still needs to refine. And he'll get that as he progresses in his political oh, yeah. sphere, political days, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm sure he will. Um, March 9th, Italy places itself on a nationwide quarantine to slow the spread of coronavirus. March 9th. Uh, we'll, get it, we'll get into when America did it later, <laughs> but just pay attention to that date, March 9th. Yeah, and I think around then the March Madness gets canceled. March 11th, the WHO uh, declared that the coronavirus is a pandemic. So I I think NBA gets canceled here soon. March Madness gets canceled here soon. That all kind of happened the same day, actually. Yeah. Tom Hanks got it. Uh, Uh, Once Tom Hanks got it, man, we were done. I think when Tom Hanks got it, that's what really personified it for a lot of people. Well, because that's that's Mr. Gump going down. He he's like he America like one of America's sweethearts like yeah like kind of like the Betty Whites you know he is like Betty White. On March twelfth, MLB suspended its training. Mm-hmm. NFL suspend or er, suspends its season. So does the NHL and MLS. March twelfth, NCAA cancels its basketball. That was like a horrible stretch of just yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna cancel everything. Well, you could tell they were in contact with each other. Because nobody wanted to be the only one. Like, if the MLB canceled and no one else did, uh, the fans would hate the MLB. So even though that it, it they piled a lot on the fans in a short amount of time, I think it made it a little easier to digest. Yeah, when it all just came at the same time. That makes sense. Because if we had been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, I think that would have hurt more. March 13th, President Trump declares the coronavirus a national emergency. And that was a full... Um, two months after our first case? Yeah. Okay. We would have been in the, like, tens of thousands of cases at, at this point. So, it had already started yeah. pushing. Uh, March thir- 13th, Breonna Taylor is shot and killed by police in her home. Again, another time that a person died at the hands of police for no reason, really. No. Uh, and this, this no is knock warrant. Go ahead. Yeah, but the no knock warrant yeah. is... No knock warrants need to be getting rid. I think they slowly it's getting phased out, but yeah. um, like if these police officers were to handle that situation a little bit better, if they were trained, or if there was, you know, I don't know. Any I regard just, for human life? I just need this. We just need this to stop, man. Like yeah. this is heartbreaking, and it happens 
every day, not only to black people, but like it happens to everyone. Uh, yeah, I I never understood why everyone isn't angry. Yeah, I've never yeah I've never understood why people aren't angry that cops are killing innocent people. Take even if they're killing guilty people. That's not their job. It's not their job. It just doesn't make sense how you can kill someone legally. When we get it's into that, but okay, well, I, let's uh, put it in. Let's put we'll, it in this. Yeah, we'll, let's put it in this. No, no, this is no. Don't get uncomfortable. This is no, I'm not uncomfortable. I just, um, I understand that there's situations where it's unavoidable. Yeah, and I understand that they have a very difficult job, a uh, job that I am not equipped for. Will never be equipped for. Um, but you. <sighs> I wonder if it's the combination of the toughness of the job being on edge on all all the time, and a little bit of systematic racism sprinkled in there, because there's something. Not sprinkled. I think they put a couple of oh, cups in there. in there. Yeah. Um, it's just. But there are many non-lethal ways of putting someone down. Yeah. Cops well, have tasers on them at all times. At all times. At all times. And um, why not find a way to make those tasers stronger? To put someone down. If you need to put someone down, boom, taser, boom, you're down. Like, when someone gets tased, they, they can't move. Like, There's non-lethal ways to, to solve things. And people have shown their hands that if they have access to non-lethal ways, yet they still... They still do the same thing. March 14th, guys. Spain goes into a nationwide coronavirus lockdown. Keep that date in mind, please. March 14th. The world March twentieth, the worldwide coronavirus death toll passes ten thousand. March twentieth. Keep that number in mind. Keep that day in mind. March twenty fifth, one million Californians file for unemployment. I want to get into that a little bit. Um, people say that when there's unemployment or um, when a good amount of unemployment is given, people would rather just not work and get the money. Um, and I don't think that. It did play a role in this, obviously, people getting paid for unemployment. But also, um, think about some of the workforce, guys. Uh, older people, uh, smokers, you know, it's 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 diverse. And when you look at the field of workers, I'm assuming they don't want to get COVID. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, that may be their first priority is to not get coronavirus. Um, as much as they can control it. Well, also, I think it's a problem when someone's making more money on unemployment than they were to if they were to work the same amount of hours on that week. I agree with that. Unemployment doesn't your your unemployment benefits shouldn't give you the same amount of money or more than yeah. you would have gotten if you weren't working. So yes, unemployment needs to go a little bit lower. Uh, that's not the point I was trying to make. I was trying to make that minimum wage should be higher. If our unemployment is at that level, if our if they're paying at that level, then they understand that that's the standard you need to live yeah. upon. Um, and if that's the enforced standard you live upon from a government perspective, and we're paying people below the enforced standard of living, something's got to give. And I think we should, that's one of the reasons I think it should be raised and one of the reasons that was exposed during this. I think a lot of things were exposed. We talk about that all the time. Like yeah. So many things were exposed the during were, this time. The bricks were laid bare. Well, it showed how sensitive our society is, right? Yeah, we like, talked about it with Sam Houston. Yeah, such a one little thing can mess up everything. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. Yeah, it was surviving honest, with well, Sam Houston. Really fun episode. Um, March twenty fifth was when the Senate and the White House agreed to send a two trillion dollar stimulus package to boost the economy. 
And uh, Joey and I got none of that. Didn't get it. Dependent college students. Um, March 26th, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson tested positive for COVID. And then I think he was checked into the ICU two days later. Mm-hmm. 28th. Um, March 26th, global coronavirus cases topped 500,000. So from the 20th when it was 10,000 or something? 10,000 deaths? This is the total cases? Yep. Okay. The U.S. reported 82,000 infections, more than China and Italy, and passes 1,000 deaths. And that's when we got our lead and held on to it. Uh, yeah, we ha- we held on and ran with that lead. Yep. Um, guys, the coronavirus came to America later than it did to China and Europe, and we were still we still surpassed China and Italy within about two months. We're number one. April 2nd, the number of COVID cases around the world passes 1 million, and more than 6.6 million workers in the United States have filed for unemployment in the U.S. So that trend just keeps climbing. That's a big part of the news cycle is is updates with that. Yeah, just pay attention to these dates and how fast you see COVID start, you know, taking control. I think we hit our first peak somewhere mid-April. And we're, look, we're getting to that. It looks like it plateaus, dropped off, and then I think it it, it, it goes back on that upward climb that we know and love now. <laughs> on April 3rd, the CDC recommended everyone wear cloth or fabric masks in public, which is what we're doing right now. Heck yeah. Uh, on April 10th, the United States became the first country to report 2,000 coronavirus deaths in a single day. Yep. As you can tell, guys, we are just doing great. We're flying by in April. April 17th, Texas became the first state to begin easing pandemic restrictions. Yeah. Obviously. That's when bars started opening. April 24th, the U.S. death toll from COVID surpasses 50,000. Next, April 27th, the U.S. coronavirus cases surpass 1 million million. worldwide cases top 3 million. So the United States was responsible for a third of all COVID cases in the world, and we represent about 5% of the world. Woo! That's what I was, I I would read the New York Times every day, and they would post a graph, and we were slowly catching up to the world toto, (coughs) which was a fun thing to watch. I'm talking about COVID as I cough. I know, dude. You cough every episode, and it freaks me out every episode. I, uh... I have, I don't know, I just cough a lot, man. No, I, I, you know, everyone coughs. Everyone poops. Say <laughs> la vie. This was interesting. This day was very interesting to me. April 30th, armed protesters enter state capital in Lansing, Mich- Michigan to demand an end to the pandemic lockdown. And that was also, I believe, when they were blocking the path to the hospital. It's when they wanted haircuts and shit. They wanted haircuts, Baskin-Robbins to be open, not to wear masks. Blocked the path to the hospital. Blocked out first responders, emergency workers. I want you guys to keep one thing in mind when I when I, when we're talking about this date. It's armed protesters. Yeah, that's when they marched with the ARs, right? Yeah, and uh, later in the year there were some protests that we'll we'll probably talk about here soon. Um, that you know people weren't armed and yet they were yeah. getting uh, shot with rubber bullets, tear gassed. But let's move on to May 1st when the FDA authorized an emergency, I wish I knew how to say that, used to treat the sickest coronavirus patients. So the first... Ribo... Remdesivir. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That is an anti-malaria drug. Yes. Yes. And that's what they wanted to use. But that anti-malaria drug has a lot of side effects to it. Yes. That are very, very severe. And I don't. I think that's one of the reasons why they didn't continue to use it. It did a. It did a good job of mitigating COVID, or a decent job, but a worse job at not killing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May third, the U.S. Hey, you skipped May second. Yeah, it's Joey's own birthday. Remember that for next year. Also, the day Osama bin Laden was killed in 2011. Oh, we talked about this the other day. You're you welcome, know, guys. Like overshadowed by. It took over my birthday. Um. Which was... May 3rd was when the murder hornets were here. Ugh. You know those things are fucking crazy. The way they kill bees... They just chop their heads they off? They just chop their heads off and leave them. But the way bees kill them? How do bees kill murder hornets? Uh, they they make, like, they come together and they just fly around it. Really, oh, and really they fast. Ma- oh, and they make it really hot. And they make it really hot. Yeah. Like it's a microwave. Yeah, that's cool. I, uh, I would want to watch that happen. <laughs> there is a video on YouTube, I bet, I or Twitter. I, I made a mistake. I don't think I want to watch it. Happen. All right, all right. I don't like insects. Shut up. I do like bees for what they do, but I don't want to hang out with them. On May 15th, the Trump administration announced Operation Warp Speed, a public-private partnership to speed up de- development of the COVID-19 vaccination. And uh, we kind of saw that come to fruition. Yeah, that worked out. Uh, worked out. Good that job. That was warp speed. Good job, I President mean, Trump. Good job with the uh, credit where credits due. That was a good, yeah. good call. But because I think uh, I, I don't even know. May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Seven months got yeah, the vaccine. That's out. really quick for vaccines because most of the time, I remember the first reports were like, "Yeah, we'll probably have a vaccine in two to three years." Yeah, we were freaking out when that happened too. I know. Well. Uh, May 15th, worldwide COVID deaths surpassed 300,000. Yeah. May 19th, the U.S. passes 1.5 million confirmed cases of COVID and 900,000 deaths. Or 90,000 deaths. 90, sorry, 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 guys. Yeah. Um, but these numbers, as you can see, are rising pretty steadily, guys. Yeah, we hit our first peak, I think, in April, took a little plateau, and then now we're hitting the real, the real meat of this. Uh, May 25th, one of the worst days in 2020. Yes. Um, George Floyd was killed by an officer who had his knee on his neck for eight, nine minutes. Wow, we all saw eight minutes and 46 seconds. That was the one of the largest boiling points of our entire lives. That was... One of the most heart watching that video. Oh yeah, um, I cried like watching that video. How could you do that to someone? Well, it's the depravity of humanity. That was one of the worst things I've seen a person do to someone. Yeah, legitimately. And with no, uh, what's fucked me up about that video is there there was no expression in the officer's eyes. He's just kind of. It was like it was every other day for him. That and, that, and I think his name is Derek Chauvin. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Um, Fuck that guy. But that was the real first spark. I don't understand how a human can do that to another human. Think about it. This dude, Derek, Officer Derek Coven, had his knee yeah. on this dude's neck. George Floyd, say the name, for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Well, you got it. From his perspective, he, he must see... George Floyd and people like George Floyd is less than human. 
Because you can't do that to another human. You can't. And while while he is pleading, I can't breathe, yeah. I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Yeah. The people, the very people that are supposed to serve and protect us, put a knee to this man's head or this man's neck when he couldn't, when he was pleading for his life. Yeah, and that's not serving or protecting jack shit. It's not doing anything. Heartbreaking. Um, yeah, and that started the movement. Or it, it, it didn't start the movement, but it brought the movement to the forefront. People were upset. I was upset. I mean, yeah. I was. Well, it was an international. Yeah, it wasn't just the United States. An international call for justice. All around the world, people were calling to put George Floyd's name in justice. Yeah, and and you know what? We did a great job with that. I don't think any of the. I think all the officers are still walking. Yeah, fuck. I don't. I don't understand how a a a judge can watch that video and be like, eh, yeah. Well, it's because they know it'll be out of the news cycle. You know, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back, but it. Especially in the in the way of the pandemic, it was the perfect storm to let this fade away, disappear, dissolve, whatever you want to say. Um, Derek Coven wasn't like set free though. He was like charged with something. I believe he third degree murder. I believe he hit his bail though, didn't he? Yeah, his million. The dollar. people started to GoFundMe for his bail. Yeah, his million dollar cash bail. Yeah, his million dollar bail. Uh, May 26, Twitter labels a tweet from President Trump as misleading for the first time and includes a fact check link. That was an interesting part. And then they did not look back. <laughs> every now, tweet. Every, every tweet. tweet has been fucking fact checked. It's awesome. I feel bad for the man. Not really. I don't feel bad for him at all, but it's just like, imagine if that happened to me. If I woke up in the morning and I was like, I slept great last night, and then immediately, boom, <laughs> fact checked. <laughs> Um, May 28th, a state of emergency is declared in Minneapolis and St. Paul as protests over George Floyd's death spread nationwide. Yeah. I, um, me and my buddies were in Bloomington at this time, and we were like, how long do you think these protests are going to go on for? I I said months. Yeah. I said months. And And my buddy was like, oh, a couple weeks maybe. I was like, no, dude, this is going to go on from people are upset. This is going to go on for months. Well, we'd never really seen protests of this scale before. I mean, as we just said, it was international. It wasn't just us for the first time. And then when sports came back, you yeah. s- really saw a push of um, race. Like we there is racial injustice and we need to folk. We need to pay attention to this. Yeah. And soccer all around the world. And what's funny to me is those protests were more looked down on in the U.S. than any other country. Like in Europe, all the soccer leagues, they before they uh, before they started the game, they knelt for like ten seconds, and people in Europe weren't upset about that. Uh, a little bit. I remember seeing some stuff a little bit. Soccer can get soccer does have a racism problem in Europe a little bit. It's a bad racism problem with soccer. Anytime my buddy is a soccer player, and anytime a uh, in Europe it's getting bad. A black man scores, they call him the N word or you know yeah. whatever, call him a monkey, whatever. Like th- like I'm it's not I'm not calling him that, but like yeah, that's what th- those are the words that are used to describe, and that's why this was such a big deal in soccer as well because they were bringing light yeah. not light but they were showing people that you know this is what these people hear there's one premier league team i don't remember which 
Premier League team it is, but I know their fans have a a reputation for being real bad racists. On June first, President Thump, Trump <laughs> Trump President Trump threatens to deploy U.S. troops to quell protests across the country and subsequently stages a photo op at the church where he held the Bible upside down. Um, okay, so I want to talk about this a little bit because. Um, when the protests were going on in Michigan about reopening the government, there was no force used. There was no force, like, police officers stood where they were supposed to stand and didn't do anything to any of the protesters. But when these protests erupted after the murder of George Floyd, these police officers were brutal Mm -hmm. to people that were protesting. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. People got beat. People lost their eyes from rubber bullets. People got tear gassed. Yeah. Um, I was tear gassed. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you know that. Video, uh, there, uh, there's a video on my Twitter of me being tear gassed. Uh, we were all just, we were all, you know, doing our thing, marching uh, in complete peace. Mm-hmm. We weren't disrupting anything. We were just marching. And we had known that, like, by 6, six o'clock was, like, the... Uh, Curfew? Curfew. Yeah. And we had known that it was 6 o'clock, we need to get the fuck out of there. Well, you know what's funny? Or no, it was 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock was a curfew. It was 6 o'clock at the time, I remember. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'll tell you why. It's not funny, but it is funny to me, is I got that alert when I was driving on the fucking Kona Ice snow cone machine. (laughs) Curfew was 8, and it was 6 o'clock. We thought we were cool. And then all of a sudden, we see police officers start to line up across street from us and we're like oh shit like are we about to have a standoff and then we see them start firing um canisters canisters and people start running (laughs) and at that point i was like fuck this i'm gonna keep walking and i had kept walking i'd kept walking towards them kept walking towards them and finally i just couldn't fucking take it anymore like the tear gas was way too much like i had people were puking um Oh my God, the pain in my eyes yeah. was unbearable. And guys, I want you to tear gas is outlawed by the UN in war. They can't even use that shit to like fight other countries, and they were using it on their. The government was using it on their own people. Well, doesn't it also fuck with your nervous system? Yeah, bad. Yeah. Like it. I couldn't. My blinking was fucked up. Like, dude, um, one of my one of my friends' girlfriends, she puked in the car on the way home. Well, because it can stay in your system, too. Yeah, it's not like... That shit's... A ke- it's a literal chemical weapon. Um, Jesus. So after after I'd been in there for you know a few minutes, I'd ran. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then pe- cars were also trying to get through at this time. And police officers had stopped in front of this black man's car, shot a rubber bullet at his car, and then tried to open the car to get him out and detain him. For just fucking... For driving. Driving. And I just and while they were pulling him out, another cop had shot a rubber bullet at him. This is what I'm talking about when yeah. I speak about police officers using their power. It's the Stanford Prison Experiment, guys. If you guys don't know what that is, it, we've talked about it numerous times on this show. It's when you give someone power, power and they abuse it. Yeah, and that's what cops are doing in the United States, guys. It's ho- it was horrible to see, and I saw it firsthand. We weren't doing shit. We were using. We were 
we have a right to assemble. We have a right to protest. And these cops took that away from us. Yeah. Just like they have, just like they took George Floyd's rights away from him, Maude Arbery's and Breonna Taylor's. And countless more. And countless more. Yeah. That was a, ah, fuck me, dude. That was terrible. And it still is terrible. But I mean, the beginning protests, when again, the depravity of human people, of humankind against humankind, that fucks you up to see that shit happen where someone can inflict harm willingly gleefully and without provocation and there's no no accountability yeah that's all that's all people are asking for with these cops and if you're a cop out there listening to this podcast please like reach out to me i want i I would like to know way more about what your day-to-day is like i really want to um because I would like to seek that understanding. But, I don't know, as a cop, your duty is to uphold the highest standards of the land, and that's the Constitution. And when you tear gas and shoot bullets, rubber bullets, at people while they're trying to exercise their rights, you're doing the complete opposite of what you were put here to do. Yeah, defend the Constitution. Be here. Be at the protests. I, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. But don't shut them down. June 5th, I skipped this I don't on accident. The NBA votes to restart in the bubble in Orlando, Florida, which, is, which we'll get into a little bit more later, was a big deal. July 2nd, the FBI arrests J- Jaylene Maxwell on charges that she helped lure at least three girls to be sexually abused by the later financier, Jeffrey Epstein. And she's still alive. She's still alive and is probably being questioned every day. Well, her trial is set for July of this year. Um, And if she manages to stay alive, that could bring down, I don't know, everything. The Clintons, um, Donald Trump. The countless celebrities. Yeah, all those celebrities that seem to be involved. Countless non-celebrities. Uh, July 8th, the Supreme Court rejects claims of presidential immunity and rules that President Trump must release his financial records to prosecutors in New York. And that's when we figured out he paid $750 in taxes. Yep. I almost paid more than him, and I worked at a golf course. <laughs> I was. It was insane to see how, how many loopholes there are in the tax system for people like him. Yeah. I mean, once you get rich, you stay rich pretty much the, if you the, know your way around. The gap continues to grow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, July 9th, Big Ten football says they will not play. That obviously changed. Um, July 10th, uh, Pac-12 says it will only play in-conference games. July 10th, California officials announced that as many as 800 prisoners could be released ahead of schedule in an unprecedented attempt to stop the spread of coronavirus inside state prisons. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Uh, A lot of them shouldn't have been in there. A lot of them were weed charges or drug possession yeah, but type th- things, right? Yeah. A lot of it is non, nonviolent um, possession charges. And Oregon did something, or Washington did something You're right, pretty, pretty cool. Oregon, I think. Oh, Oregon? Okay. Yeah, expunged the records and decriminalized. Yeah, which is interesting because now those people will go to rehab mm-hmm. instead of jail which yeah. I, is going to be interesting to see how that plays out and to see if other states follow yeah it's not a drug uh, common misconception everyone's like hey crack's legal now you can do whatever you you want in oregon 
It's not legal. No, you just um, won't go to jail. You just won't go to jail. Yeah, you'll get you'll get help instead of uh, routing in a cell, which I think is a good step forward. Uh, July 27th, a coronavirus outbreak among the Marlins prompted a cancellation of several games. And when that happened, people thought that the season was going to be over. But the MLB powered through. They really did. They kind of put the horse blinders on, rounded the curve. They, uh, Yeah, I mean, they were the first sports team to have a really big outbreak. And I remember them playing a, a game with none of their starting lineup. Yeah. Which was, I mean... They've said they didn't care about the competitive advantages that may come with it, and I, I thought that was really – it really came to fruition there, what the MLB was saying. Yeah, they just wanted to get the season going. They wanted to play baseball. And that was one of the first blueprints to how to play sports in the middle of a global pandemic, which I think uh, for the argument that sports isn't necessary, why are people doing it? Like, why are you pushing so hard for sports? I think it's a great distraction. Easily. It's too – sports in America is too the gladiatorial games in Rome. Yeah. It's our bread and circus, and we'll watch it. I'll be sated. Easily, always. I mean, if there's a game on, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. There's a new Coors Light commercial where it's like, hey, what, what, uh, who's playing? And then the guy cracks the beer, and he's like, does it matter? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess. That's, that's, how, that's how college is, right? I watch sports. <laughs> It doesn't matter which team. Uh, July 30th, President Trump suggests that the 2020 election should be delayed, saying increase in voting by mail could lead to fraud. Ah, and we're still dealing with the We're still dealing with that That's voter a good fraud. But I'll give it to his strategy. Good building. He, he got ahead of it. Yeah. He got ahead of it. I mean, he started sowing those seeds real early. And for you guys uh, out there that may not know this, voter fraud is very, 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 very rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens in like 0.01%. So not hundreds of thousands of votes for the most part. I don't <laughs> think that's ever happened. Also on July 30th, the 2019-2020 NBA season resumed with the bubble in Orlando, which was a big deal, guys. Like, Obviously, in the grand scheme of things, it may not seem like it was um, a milestone. But like w- throughout the bubble... They had zero positive tests. Yeah. They showed you can do it. Yeah. But, like, at the risk of people not seeing their families for a prolonged amount of time. There's downsides. There's downsides. <laughs> there's, there's never going to be a perfect system, I don't think. In On August 2nd, firefighters continue to battle the Apple Fire that burned 200,000 acres of Cherry Valley and surrounding areas in Riverside and San Bernardino counties, destroying one home and prompting evacuations of thousands of others. And I believe that was started by a gender reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Firework. Yeah. Who the fuck does arson for kids? Just say if it's a boy or a I girl and get get past it. What happened to cutting a cake and being like, ah, oh, it's blue? Or, it's a social construct anyway. I know, I know, I know. But what happened to just cutting the cake? Why the hell do we have to bring pyrotechnics into this? If I was born and... Like, when I grew up, my parents were like, hey, you, before you were born, uh, we burned down a forest to see if you had a pee-pee or a, or a hoo-ha. I'd be real mad. They'd be like, we cost, we costed California billions of dollars just because we wanted to know what your thing was. And California already has, like, their wildfires. Why even try it, man? Yeah. Why, why even try it? You know that. You know that. 
there's a likelihood that something's going to catch on fire because there's so much dryness out Fucking there. Pyrotechnics <laughs> in in a, in the uh, America's lighter box. Why are we doing that shit? It doesn't make sense. That It'd be like lighting a match in a room full of gas. Yeah, and you're like, how did it catch on fire? <laughs> Uh, on August 11th, Joe Biden announces Senator Kamala Harris as his vice presidential running mate, the first woman of color to appear on a majority party's ticket. Monumental for people that look like me. Uh, she's Indian, uh, half Indian, I think. And seeing someone that looks like me uh, in power is yeah. huge. Well, now she's going to be vice president. Yeah, now she's going to be vice huge. president. Good huge, huge, huge. Yeah, I, that was a that was a big day because I don't think she wasn't she wasn't the front runner for VP. No, she wasn't. Or uh, Elizabeth Warren was like the front runner. I think Klobuchar was too. He wanted. He a, already said he yeah, was picking a woman. woman. So any woman that was running for president was. I remember Stacey Abrams was floated, the uh, um, gubernatorial candidate from Georgia. Yep. Who lost? <laughs> August sixteenth, uh, thunderstorms trigger. Trigger. Hundreds of wildfires in California prompting evacuations as record-breaking heat wave taxes the state's power grid. Yeah, so that was after the gender party. Review. Yeah, more fires. This one was started by the natural. This one was like the videos that we saw of like people driving on the highway. It looked like hell. And it looked like hell. It looked like hell. Yeah. Jeez uh, Louise. Uh, August 16th, Death Valley hits 130 degrees, thought to be the highest temperature on Earth in nearly a century. But we're That's fine. just an interesting fact. We're, we're fine. We're doing fine. We're doing good, and we're not going to die in the next 30 years. On August 17th to the 20th is when the DNC was going on, the Democratic National Convention, and that's when the Democrats formally chose Joe Biden and Kamala Harris as their nominees. I've always wanted... I wondered what would happen if, like, even though one person wins the primaries, what if they just said someone different at the com- – I think that would – Like a little uh, Steve Harvey action? Yeah. I think that would be uh, kind of fucked up if they're like, and this guy, everyone knows who we're about to nominate, Joe – Cerrone. Cerrone. And then I'm like, what? Oh, shit. I was <laughs> supposed to be there. And then I have to use leave your the country. You see your security knocking on your door. Like, oh, FBI picks me up by the scruff of my <laughs> neck. Hey, you're going to be president, kid. April 19th, Apple becomes the first U.S. company to be valued at more than $2 trillion. Yes. Good job, Apple. <laughs> fuck Apple. Hey, don't say fuck Apple. You know what our microphones are plugged into? An Apple product feeding into an Apple product <laughs> playing on an Apple app. <laughs> they are the lifeblood of this podcast. Uh, August 28th. Um, Another tragic event. Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, dies at the age of 43 uh, following an undisclosed battle with colon cancer. Yeah. Guys, that is insane. You look at his movies yeah, I mean, or he, him as a person in his interviews or whatever, you could not tell that he was battling cancer. He was so strong, which he didn't. Again, another, another person that seemed inhuman. Yeah, he didn't have to be so strong, but I understand why you'd want to and why you'd keep it private. But he just fucking took it on the chin. Yeah, and like a champ. On. Like a champ. God, and that one uh, hurt. That and Kobe yeah. hurt a lot. I yeah. mean, when I look at Black Panther, 
it was the first time I had seen a superhero in a movie that kind of looked like me. Yeah, I mean, unless you count Blade from the early 2000s. Or Captain America's sidekick. Falcon. Falcon. But, like, that, they didn't have their own... own Wesley movie. Snipes was Blade, but on it wasn't own like movie. a... Yeah. And, it was a f- and that movie broke records. Yeah. Because um, it was a great movie. And not, uh, without even, like, him being, you know, a person of color, he was a great human. Oh, yeah. Like, in general. Like, it seems like people that are so fantastic and exceptional get taken from us way too early. And with this, I know we're doing this year in review, but... Um, I had a buddy that passed away this year, Nate Morose, uh, another fantastic human being that was, you know, taken way too soon. Uh, so R.I.P. Nate Morose, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman, uh, very fantastic human beings, and uh, I hope that we are able to live your legacy on the way you want it to. Well, it's the only the good die young. It's something about it, man. On September 6th, California set a new record for destruction by wildfires with 2.1 million acres burning. Not a record you want. (laughs) Another record that the U.S. does not want but holds. We are number one in a lot of bad things. Um, Yeah, Oregon wildfires as well. Yeah, because it started creeping north. Yeah. My brother was out there in Oregon at that time. He was working on a farm or a collective. Sorry, Jimmy. 25 people died. From those wildfires. Yeah. Um, another fucking great human dying. Uh, RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, dies at mm-hmm. 87. A champion for women's rights. Um, and sh- a truly amazing human being. An incredible Supreme Court justice. Yes. I mean... That job is not easy. No. No, um, it is not. And she, she took it to the... She took it to the max. She yeah. really did everything she could for the so American people. Shout out to RBG and RIP. Yeah. Um, she was, I mean, <laughs> she was a powerhouse. Oh, yeah. In the uh, judicial world. Judicial world. The human world. One of the first. She Wasn't she the first woman on the. Uh, I don't want to say that she was and be wrong. Because she could have fact check us, everybody. Yeah, I know Sonia Sotomayor was the f- is the first woman of color. Okay, so that would make sense if RBG was the first woman. Yes, but I don't know if she was. I, they, I we could there could have been a couple people that snuck in before, her. but I don't even think women were allowed in law school for a while. Oh, yeah, I mean she might have been one of the first classes, <laughs> probably of women allowed in law probably. school. Um, next she was. September 22nd, the death toll of the pandemic in the United States passes 200,000. Another milestone, ladies and gentlemen. Um, (laughs) On September 23rd, President Trump refuses to commit to a peaceful transfer of power if he loses in the November election. Uh, We kind of saw that come to play after Joe Biden was declared the winner. And, uh, yeah. He I was afraid that he would establish a military coup, which he kind of has a little bit. He's called upon his supporters to to um, boycott in Georgia the inauguration in Georgia, but also in D.C. There's been rampant protests in in D.C. by supporters. Well, were the last ten Secretary of States sent out an e- like a letter saying like these rese- election results are legitimate? Yeah, because the Trump campaign has been trying to 
de delegitify is that a word? Delegitimize. Delegitimize the uh, the election results. Yeah. So they can stay in power. Well, I think what's also funny is this twentieth amendment gives emergency power to the Speaker of the House in case there's something like this. Good old Nancy. And if if they push if the um, transition of power is pushed past inauguration date. An emergency power would go to Nancy Pelosi, which is, I think, antithetical to what his supporters <laughs> are protesting for. <laughs> On September 26th, President Trump chooses Judge ACB or Amy Coney Barrett for the 7th U.S. District Court of Appeals to fill vacancy by RBG. And then she just fucking failed some softball questions in her she sucks. in her hearing. She didn't even know what the First Amendment was. I know. God. Isn't that like the probably the first thing they teach you? You go into law school, and you're like, we're, we're going to learn the amendments yeah, but right she's now. she's pro-life. Yeah, but you got to know those amendments. <laughs> you got to know the Bill of Rights, man. That's elementary stuff. I have probably learned that 12 times. I uh, I know the first one for sure. I know the first one for It is sure. the first one for a reason. It is the most important one. And she goofed. She goofed on the first one. That's like failing the driver's test by immediately backing into the DMV. <laughs> like you get in the car and you just... That's, like, that's the equivalent. But still getting your driver's license. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like some people do that. Yeah. <laughs> the way people be driving nowadays. Well, I know. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it was a hard test. <laughs> the in-person one, the guy was like, parallel park. And I was like, all right. And then he was like, "You congratulations, you can operate a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, blows my mind. <laughs> Next, September 29th, shouting insults and misinformation, mostly by President Trump. Uh, we're using the LA Times right now, so this is a, uh, a left source, by the way. Dominate the first presidential debate. So basically what they're saying is uh, the first presidential debate was basically a lot of misinformation, insults, and shouting, Poor which Chris. it was. What's that guy, Chris, uh, Fox News fella? Oh, Chris Wallace? Chris Wallace. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And he was like, Mr. President, Mr. President. That was fun. You just got to be able to mute those mics. Bro. Dude, we watched, my roommates and I watched the first 25 minutes, and then we all went to bed. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Couldn't get through it. On October 1st. The White House announces a coronavirus outbreak. Uh, President Trump and the First Lady Melania Trump tested positive, and he beat it like no other person has ever seen it before. He well, he did have the uh, advantage of some of the best care in the world and stem cell medication. I want to say it was stem cell, um, but it, I know it came from embryos, the medication that he had. So he had access to some real good shit, which he should. I understand people are like, well, I think all Americans should have that. But if you think about it, I mean, the president should probably have Easily. first access yeah, for to sure. the cool shit. And he returned to the White House three days later. Yep. He beat that shit. I'll give him credit. On October 6th, another goat uh, passed away, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. I'm not a big rock guy. I don't know much about Van Halen, but um, I I know who Van a yeah. Halen is. He's on the... Uh, the Omicron of famous rockers. The, the precipice of the, the best rockers. This was probably one of the most insane things to happen. The FBI announces that 13 men have been charged with a plot to kidnap the Michigan governor. Yeah. On October 8th. That was crazy. I, sometimes I just, 
hearing shit like that, how do you even get a whiff of that if you're the FBI? How do you get a whiff of a... They had... So, I read a story about it. They had someone on the inside. Ooh. Yeah, they had someone on the inside. Sleeper agent. Undercover. Those are always cool. I never I never really knew that, like, that's that's kind of the route that they go, but it was cool to, like, read a story about yeah. it. Because well, I've they... seen that same exact shit in a movie. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, I... I mean, yeah, you see that shit in the movie. I'm glad they did stop it because that probably would have destabilized democracy in America if we had had a public servant of her high status kidnapped. Maybe. That might have brought us to the brink of destruction. Um, October 11th, things come full circle, guys. The Lakers beat the Miami Heat and capture a record-tying 17th NBA title. Yep. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Kobe Bryant played his whole career for the Lakers, so it's kind of fitting that in the year that he dies, they uh, win the win the championship as much as i liked the young heat team i'm glad the lakers won i'm glad lebron won as well yeah i'm a big lebron lover ah yeah i am too i love him as a person i hate him because the pace was always lost to him but yeah great guy great guy i promise schools i mean when people shit on lebron james i don't really understand I get it from a basketball okay, perspective. Okay, yeah, so from a basketball perspective, he, he, never, be, he beats your team a lot. Yeah. So what? You can never say shit about his character. No. He's a good He's, he's a been guy. under the spotlight for half of his career. It's half of his life? Half of his life, sorry. Yeah. He hasn't really fucked up. Because his career has been... <coughs> he's since been, he was in high school. He's been in the NBA longer than he was not in the NBA. Yeah, now. Because he, he just turned uh, 37, right? Yeah, so he's been in... The <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, glad the Lakers won. On October 16th, coronavirus cases surpass 8 million. Well, now we're catching up to real time. Yeah, Actually, we're no, we're not. October feels like it was yesterday, but it was three months ago. And the numbers just keep getting crazier. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're coming up to when you and I caught COVID. Yeah. Which made the news for some reason. It was a Fresh Take <laughs> podcast host out with COVID. LA Times covered that hardcore. Yeah, they did. I answered a lot of questions. October 26th, the Senate confirms ACB as a Supreme Court justice on f- of a vote from 42 to f- or 52 to 48. It was on partisan lines, I believe. So heavy partisan. Yeah. On October 26th, the Dodgers defeat the Tampa Bay Rays, and I wanted to talk about this because one of the guys had COVID. Yeah. Justin Thomas, I think is his Sucker? name. Sucker. I don't. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, his first name's Justin, though. I know that for sure. And he was out on the field celebrating with his uh, teammates afterwards. And I don't understand how the MLB allowed that. Well, I mean, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah, not only is he impacting like his safety, but like literally everyone on the field that has their family, their kids. Yeah, that was fucked up. That, that was so fucked I up. I forgot about that. Man, I'm gonna have to throw the E on this podcast. I've been dropping the F bomb the whole time. <laughs> We're talking about the year. I know. <laughs> it's been so messed up. We're never going to make it on the top of the kids' charts. That's uh, all a Stanford University study links more than 30,000 COVID-19 cases and 700 deaths to President Trump campaign rallies on October 30th. You know, Lori Laughlin's daughter led that. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's at Stanford for cheating. Cheated her way. Olivia Jade, who, uh, this isn't in the news, but I know she just restarted her YouTube channel. I don't know who that is. Lori Laughlin's daughter. Oh. Is, the, she, is she cool? Yeah, I mean. Is she interesting? As interesting as the daughter of Lori Laughlin can be, I guess. Because she, she faked the rowing. 
for those of you, Lori Laughlin, we already talked about her at the beginning, but she faked a scholarship for her daughter to get her into Stanford. Pretended that she was on a rowing machine, or the rowing team had a scholarship, whatever. Um, yeah, she did not do the study at Stanford. <laughs> We're getting into November now, folks. We're almost there. Finish line is ahead. <laughs> um, on November 3rd was Election Day. And uh, we didn't see a winner that day, but a couple of days afterwards. About a jo- week. Joe Biden uh, had won the election. I think that following Saturday. And on November 4th, the U.S. became the first country in the world to exceed 100,000 daily cases of COVID. Let's go. We're setting records here, baby. We're the best. On November 4th, President Trump continues to attack the voting system. Oh, my gosh. His tweets during this time were insane. And this is when Twitter was like, this elect this claim has been disputed by blah blah blah. Yeah. Under all of his tweets. Nuts being on Twitter. This year is weird for Twitter. A lot of growth, right? Uh, I'd say a lot of degeneration. People went back. We've fallen back. You think so? Twitter's Twitter's looping back to 2015. Twitter. That's good though. I don't mind the 2015. I Twitter, mind 2015. Where people Twitter. are actually like everyone's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. 2015 Twitter. You tweet something, you better be prepared to be eaten by the piranhas. Um, the owner of Twitter, I forget his name, but he's really good friends with Joe Rogan, and he owns Cash App. Mm. Um, he he said he was thinking about making, like, a Wild West Twitter to the point where, like, you know how on, there's, like, a normal Twitter where you can get, like, censored and shit but because of their rules and regulations. But he's been thinking about making a Wild West Twitter to the point where you, know, just, you can just go on there and, like do whatever you want i think that's what parlor is i have no idea what that is it's the a lot of people are moving from twitter to parlor they don't do any censorship no censorship yeah like charlie well, kirk moved there is he is it a lot of right-wing people that are mm-hmm. moving that way makes sense which it's a french word parlay means to talk oh really and i thought parlay was like multiple bets well it is but parlay p-r-l E-R is to talk in French. Okay. It's parlay. But it's pronounced you parlor. The app is pronounced parlor, you're which so is a smart. bastardization of the most beautiful language on the planet. You're such. You're so smart. You know yeah. so much French. It's just bullshit that it's called parlor. You know what else is bullshit? On November 8th, host of Jeopardy, God. Alex Trebek died. After a long battle with pancreatic cancer, RIP Alex Trebek. Uh, I don't really have much to say about this one other than Alex Trebek's the goat. The goat. We watched Jeopardy every night. My family did. Over quarantine. We would just sit around the TV, watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. 7 o'clock, 7.38. (laughs) So President Trump did this a couple of times during his, or um, I don't want to say a couple, a few times during his presidency. On November 9th, he used Twitter to fire Secretary of Defense Mark Esper. Which is the first time I've ever seen someone get fired on Twitter. And how debilitating would that be? How, yeah, how shaming is that? Did he tag him? I hope he tagged him. <laughs> that'd, be cr- that'd be so funny. But you imagine you just wake up and you're like, oh, let me see what we got for the. Okay, I don't have a job anymore. Bad day. November 12th, guys. Coronavirus infections in California surpassed 1 million. Wow. Mm. In California. That's California. Hmm. Remember when we had a million and we were 33% of the world's cases? Yeah. Now, now one of our states had a million. On November 16th, one of the best days uh, in 2020, 
Moderna announces that their vaccine is 94.5% effective in their preliminary data. God damn, that feels like it was last week. It's insane. This year's gone by fast. Also on November 16th, Hurricane Iota makes landfall in Nicaragua yes. as a Category 4 storm. And that... Just two weeks after Hurricane Ida hit, devastating the same, same areas. Didn't even really make a splash in the news. No. That's insane. I didn't even know about that. That's like I, the first I've ever heard. Literally, you telling me that is the first time I heard about it, which is probably a reflection on us, but still. Well, it's, it's I mean, when something's not in the news, yes, it is a testament to us, but when something's not in the news cycle, it's so hard to... How am, I, how am I supposed to Well, know? our brains are so small. We can only really absorb what we're absorbing. I'm at full capacity. I've been at full capacity for absorbing new information. I've started dumping old information, like the SpongeBob episode where he throws out all of his... Into like a, yeah. a jar. And everything's on fire. I've started dumping all the old information. Yeah. I went to cut something the other day. I couldn't even use scissors. I had to reteach myself scissors. <laughs> Forgetting the simple day-to-day tasks. Because I need to know what news is going on. I'm, I'm dumping out all the old shit. Two days after Moderna, uh, Pfizer also announced that their vaccine is 95% effective. One better. So fuck you, Moderna. Yeah, take that. 1% better. And then Oxford came out and I think did, a, what, were they 90% effective? They didn't even try to be better. And yeah, that's all that the LA Times has so far. There's more. What happened in December? Uh, Christmas? <laughs> Uh, all the holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, really all of them. Happy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone has not a great all the holidays. holidays. Yeah, I'm sorry I said all. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, I hope you guys had a great one. But Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas. Oh wait, I was lying. Never mind. This goes to December. You know what? Would you know what? movie i'd like to recommend at this point in the podcast if yeah. you're with us uh death to 2020 on netflix you're looking at samuel l jackson joe keery from stranger things uh the mom from how i met your mother who uh was not in the show very long but she's a good actress um how lisa kudrow from the show friends she played phoebe of course that's on netflix regardless of who's in it it's a great i thought it was a pretty funny movie by the people that did Black Mirror, but it also is a review of 2020. So if you just listen to this podcast, you're like, man, I want to know also what happened, but watch what happened. Uh, I recommend that. Oh, big news in December, actually. People started getting inoculated. Yeah. We know someone that got inoculated. Yeah, people started getting microchipped. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? Uh, a life hack, if you just get your vaccine, what you want to do immediately after you get the vaccine is put your arm in a microwave. It'll let the antibodies live, but it will turn off the microchip yep just make sure you uh take care of yourself please. i don't want i don't want bill gates knowing where y'all are at please god don't put your arm and in i want to hit you guys with this last number don't of put COVID your deaths. arm in a microwave um as of when we were recording this podcast don't put your arm in a microwave. more than three hundred seventeen thousand people have died from covid in the united states and the international death toll is at 1.69 million please don't put your arm in a microwave <laughs> Yeah, don't put your arm in a microwave, everybody. That's not what we want you guys to do. We want you guys to listen to this podcast instead. Well, you, I'm not saying those aren't mutually exclusive. You could listen to the podcast with your arm in a microwave. No. But don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Wow. So, guys, that's the review. Uh, that took a long time. Um, but I'm glad that we you know, got to sit down and do that and I'll, really I'll reflect. Get, I'll get the scissors out. You want to get introspective on this bad boy? 
Uh, you want me to uh, just flip a switch? Yeah, just fucking get into it, man. 2020 was a fucking crazy year. What'd you learn, brother? Oh, dear. See, I feel like every single time I get introspective about this last year, uh, it's just like nothing comes out. Really? Because I know stuff happened, but once I try and think about like the, at a full scope, the breadth of what happened and how I changed... I'm not even changed. Just what you took in, man. Just what, like... I don't know. I mean, I am at full capacity. Like, What is one thing that you took away from this year that you will hold with for the rest of your life? Gun to my head, couldn't tell you. Okay. I mean... Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm putting on my thinking face and everything. But when I think, nothing comes out. <laughs> You know what I'm thinking about right now? What? My default when I get overwhelmed. I think about two squirrels playing ping pong. I like ping pong. It's ping really calming. Um, but what I'll give you, so- you I'll, I'll give you something. Yeah, I'll give you something that I learned this year. Um, I really learned how to cope with like stress and shit. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like me finding myself. And I feel like a lot of people did that this year with the time in. You know, being by yourself. Um, I think people really picked that up. And I hope I hope people are listening to this and being like, yeah, like I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> and if you did it, I encourage that you uh, sit down and really look at your year, you know, because hey. I guarantee you there's something out there that you learned. For those of you afraid to look deep inside yourself like me. Um uh, don't do that. <laughs> There's a lot you can learn in 365 days. Oh, for sure there is. Um, but if you don't have anything overtly that stands out to you, again, when uh, with starting at the beginning of this was like when it was a two-week quarantine period, people were like, this is the opportunity to work on you. But you d- again, we're in the middle of a pa- pandemic. It's not like we all had an extended vacation. Yeah. There's a lot of stress. So if you didn't learn anything, that's okay. Yeah, that's totally fine, too. Because you had a lot on your plate. We all did. You were but focused on surviving, and that's totally fine. Introspection is your cup of tea. Go ahead, think. Think about yourself, what you learned. It's not my cup of tea. I don't like looking at myself in the mirror and shaking hands with him. Um, but maybe yeah, one day. Maybe one day, Joey. You'll get to me. You'll get to me. I'll open up on this podcast someday. Maybe one day. Uh, but, hey, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope you guys had a fantastic 2020 or made the most out of it at least. Um we appreciate you guys listening and you know can't wait to get back to you guys next week stay masked up and uh why don't you stay beautiful for us thank you for listening to this episode of fresh take with joey and ranveer i hope you enjoyed that year in view because it really was a doozy um, if you're feeling generous, uh, give us a like or subscribe or leave us a review. If you're feeling generous, you could even follow us on Twitter at Fresh Take WRNJ. See you guys next week. Stay safe.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.